The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Commonwealth Financial Network. When it's time to change the conversation, talk with a broker-dealer RIA that's ready to listen. Call 866-462-3638 or visit Commonwealth.com to learn more. Story today about Hillary Clinton. Of course, her campaign said Sunday that she had been diagnosed with pneumonia and would cancel a planned two-day swing through California. This came hours after Mrs. Clinton uh, abruptly left a 9-11 memorial ceremony in New York. And uh, the diagnosis, coupled with remarks uh, by uh, Hillary Clinton late Friday, criticizing some Trump supporters as a basket of deplorables, an unwelcome distraction to the campaign, to say the least. Here to tell us more, Margaret Tolliv. She is the White House correspondent covering the 2016 presidential race for Bloomberg News, and you can follow her on Twitter, at Margaret Tolliv. She joins us from Washington, D.C., home to Bloomberg 99.1 and 105.7 HD2. Margaret, go ahead. Tell us your analysis of what is going on with not only the Clinton campaign, but the response that has been generated by the Trump campaign. Well, yes. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, if I had to tell you some silver lining to the developments of the last 24 hours or so, it is that we now expect to get more detailed health reports and records, doctor's records, from both the Clinton and the Trump campaigns. Now, the devil's in the details. We'll see what those are. But it certainly sounds like midweek, by the end of this week, uh, we'll have more information from both of them, essentially the sort of information that has been standard practice for nominees for president for years now. Um, as you know, Donald Trump has been slow to and has continued to hold off on releasing his tax, re tax records, something that Hillary Clinton has already done. Uh, but health records are also important, as this episode proves. So uh, what is the latest on her health? That, I think, is very important, just at the most basic level. Uh, pneumonia, walking pneumonia, whatever it is, is nothing to play with. What kind of commentary have you heard from people inside her campaign or health experts who have weighed in? Yes, that's right. And her Brian Fallon, uh, one of her chief spokesmen, has been out pretty affirmatively today uh, on television uh, trying to sort of be forthcoming about the fact that the campaign could have dealt with this better and, and to say that there's no other conditions that have not been disclosed, that she is making uh, you know, a steady recovery, that she's in, on antibiotics, she's no longer contagious. Um, but certainly these are all issues that were swirling during that eight-hour time frame when nobody knew exactly kind of like where she was, what was going on, uh, how long had she been sick, and that sort of thing. Uh, she does have seasonal allergies. Uh, they can lead to a chronic cough. That cough at a certain point last week reached the threshold where it became pneumonia, and uh, her do doctor, they have now announced publicly, uh, disclosed that last Friday she decided to go ahead with her national security meeting uh, that was scheduled and, of course, that fundraiser with Barbara Streisand where she made the <laughs> now infamous comment about the basket of deplorables. Now, in Donald Trump's case, he has 
you know, sat yesterday out because it was 9-11, but uh, it's certainly uh, trying to take maximum advantage of this thing. He feels invigorated by the long schedule and that sort of thing. The only medical report that has been released in the context of this campaign by Donald Trump is a short and curious one by a doctor who proclaimed all of his test results to be very positive, which is not not always what you're looking for in a test result, and, uh, you know, proclaimed him to be like the healthiest nominee for president ever. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of questions on both sides because of the Clinton campaign's handling of this more of the focus has been on her. But if the Clinton campaign manages, as they're seeking now to do, to be a little bit more forthcoming and sort of seize control of the narrative, uh, they may be able to put pressure on Donald Trump to disclose uh, much more himself. Okay. Margaret, is I, I just want to play devil's advocate here. I mean, is it's, is the press making too much of this, and uh, mainly because there's nothing else going on in the campaign at the moment? <laughs> right, no, nothing else at all. Only like you know, ISIS and. Well, that's we what I mean. Concerns. In other words, gee, you know, there are all these issues, but here we are talking about whether the doctor said, you know, eight hours, six, whatever it is. Is that does this make any sense? Right. And and I think uh, one of the major criticisms that she faced and one of the interesting sort of questions, political questions, is could they have just nipped all of this in the bud by either disclosing on Friday that she wasn't feeling well, had come down with pneumonia, was being treated, but was going to go ahead with events? Or if if she felt, as it now seems that she did, that, you know, okay, she was sick, but she was she'd seen her doctor. She was getting medicine. She was okay to push ahead with those events. Then certainly on Sunday at the 9-11 memorial. Once she left, they could have disclosed that she had left. They could have disclosed why she had left. And she could have come out herself, as she did yesterday in front of her daughter Chelsea's house, and said at the time, which she did not, hey, I have pneumonia. I wanted to be here to to honor, you know, the men and women killed on 9-11, but I should have taken my doctor's advice and I'm going to bed. She didn't do any of those things. And it is the handling of the situation that raises so many questions, not just about her health, but about her transparency. Margaret, I'd like to ask you to just quickly, you've got about 30 seconds, but to me much more lasting and and interesting is that she called half of Trump supporters deplorables. Who was she referring to? Does she mean people who uh, don't have a high school education? What, What was the context of that? That seems to me that could have more lasting damage than her pneumonia. Uh, yeah, and the Trump campaign is betting on it. There's an ad that they're putting up now just to that effect. But uh, the clumsy, clumsily, the point that she now sounds that she was trying to make was that uh, there's so many examples of different sort of uh, slivers of uh, anti-immigration attitudes, issues with women, uh, you know, uh, that if you put all those together, they represent a huge chunk of the Trump electorate. That was her point. Uh, I'm not sure what the percentage is that she wishes she could redo it to. She probably wishes she'd never said anything like that at all. Margaret Tollov, thank you so very much. Politics reporter for Bloomberg News. I'm Kathleen Hayes, along with Pim Fox on Taking Stock. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum, powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.